Starcourt Study Hall contains spoilers for all seasons of Stranger Things. Episodes may also contain graphic content and language not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts unless otherwise stated, and all content and characters are property of Netflix and the Duffer Brothers. I'm Marina. And I'm Amanda. And And this this is Starcourt Study Hall. Welcome to the bonus episode. Yes. This is so exciting because I think this is the first time that we've received new content since we started the podcast. Yes. We contemplated doing a bonus episode when they released the picture of the crawl. Yeah, like the name of the first episode of season five. But we felt like there wasn't really enough to say to fill a hole. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we could do what everybody else did, which was speculate on how something like The Crawl is related to D&D. Yes. But we never actually did no. that. Yeah. So welcome to the bonus episode. This is like the Lion King one and a half. This is going to be like <laughs> episode 33.5 because it's going to be in between our conspiracy theory episode and our lost sister episode. Yes. So, yeah, I just feel truthfully like our prayers were answered in so many ways right several ways because i know like in our previous episode we 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 legitimately joked about running out of content we did and then the duffer brothers were like oh you would like content here comes the content here comes the content (laughs) so we're here today because we need to talk about stranger things the first shadow yes what the fuck what? i don't know i don't know it's so exciting but also kind of disappointing in many ways i'm nervous yeah. i feel like a lot of mixed emotions this this is the the new stranger things on stage production that's happening exclusively in london at the end of the year yes and they as in sean levy and the duffer brothers et l <laughs> um dropped this random silhouetted image of the creel house on instagram in the form of a reel on tuesday february 28th and it just said coming soon and then as it zoomed out the two o's in soon and the i in coming like bolded themselves to just be like oh oh one yes yes right which okay i felt like that was that was a little bit of a stretch because same the, but also the o's were after what was supposed to be the one so it kind of looked like it just said 100 i know i know also like why are they so obsessed with making us so aware of numbers like they come on eight they really do not put faith in their audience <laughs> zoom in on one's tattoo get it like get it get it it's one that guy he's one oh. and that girl who we're about to meet she's eight 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 but I just, I had to mention it because Amanda and I were laughing. The top comment on the reel just really resonated with us. It said, respectfully, what the fuck does this mean? We love respect. So if, if that was, if that was you, we love respect. If that was you out there that made that comment, nothing but respect from yeah. us for that one. Yeah, for sure. So there's no show dates or anything yet that I could find on the website, which is, by the way, uk.strangerthingsonstage.com dot com if you're interested you can also sign up for priority access to tickets 
It appears as though Amanda and I have both done that. <laughs> Despite living on another continent. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I just want the info. Me too. I mean, listen, um, weird, weird coincidence, but my sister is actually going mm, to London for work for, there you go. for about a month. So I'm really hoping that it coincides because I can be like, yeah, I'm going to come visit you, but I'm really just going to see the first shadow. <laughs> <laughs> LOL, JK. <laughs> So when you sign up, there's two marketing preferences that you can check off. The first one is, I would like to join the Stranger Things, the first shadow mailing list. Check. Check. Like, please, this is the one mailing list that I would like yes. to be on. Thanks. Yes. And then the second option is check if you are happy to hear from the producers, Netflix and Sonia Friedman Productions, about other forthcoming productions, products, content, events, and opportunities. I did not check that one. I did, because I don't know what it means. That's true. I wonder, maybe opportunities is like we could be extras that's what i let's go be extras this is our this is our opportunity (gasps) like what's his face andrew stanton to like get on this project right yeah Yeah. see okay good thing good thing one of us signed up for that one good thing one of us checked that off and then it also takes you through a series of questions such as have you watched stranger things i would hope so no (laughs) Uh -uh. what's that (laughs) have you attended the stranger things experience who do you plan to see this play with those are just some op- like some of the questions, yes. which this kind of makes me wonder the fact that they gave this little questionnaire is, are they going to grant early access to tickets based on your answers to these questions, or are they just trying to collect data? Yeah, I was trying to figure that one out, too, because it, it even asked, like, if you've watched Stranger Things, how many seasons have you watched? Yes. Like, it was, like, yeah. very specific. Mm -hmm. So I felt like they were trying to either just like data mine or I mean, I don't don't think it counts as data mining if you're literally answering the questions. But yeah, I couldn't figure out what that was about. So I was just like, I've done it all. Send me tickets. So, yeah, we don't know what their what their motive is with asking those those questions. But Amanda, yeah, you're right. There was like, um, how many seasons have you watched? Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, Very specific. What are you you trying to measure here? Yeah. And then just another little piece of information. The official Instagram for the project is at ST on stage. I also want to say the Duffer brothers posted a video on this page with Kate Treefry. Yay. They pronounced her name for us. We were like, is it Treffry? Is it Treffry? It's Treefry. Wow. That was actually yep. one of the pronunciations I don't think we chose. So, no. Nope. I'm glad we. So, know. thanks. So what do we know so far? Not much. Not much, but here is what we know. This is a live production. So this this the first shadow is a live production that will be happening exclusively in London for the time being. Have they said that or are we just hoping? We're just hoping. Okay. This only came to my mind because I said the same thing to Nick. I was like, so are we just like SOL here with right. this? Like, unless we're traveling to London, are we going to get this content? I know. And he said, maybe they're doing a trial run in a smaller market yeah. to see if it's successful. And then they would bring it and expand it. That kind of makes sense because I would venture to guess that a, a theater scene like New York versus a theater scene like London it, it would be much easier to bring it to london yes and i actually googled the the different sizes of broadway and the new york broadway is much larger than the london mm-hmm. broadway which if i'm not mistaken i think the london broadway is called the west end that sounds right yeah so the new york market is much larger than the london market so possible mm-hmm. the other thing i thought of isn't 
Jamie Campbell Bauer from the United Kingdom? He is. He is. As is Millie Bobby Brown. Not that she would have anything yeah. to do with this, but... So I thought of that, too, with him being from there, and maybe he's involved in some capacity. Yeah, I was, I was wondering that as well. So, like I said, we don't have any dates yet, but all sources say late 2023, which could mean literally anything. Yeah, I don't... I, I, my guess would be, like, the fourth quarter of the year, like... I don't like October to December that would be my guess yeah so we don't have any dates but it all says late 2023 the other thing we don't know is like what type of run is this is this like a month's worth of shows is this like a weekend worth of we don't know how long this production is going to be actually happening yeah I do wonder if it's going to be a very short run and then maybe it'll either be like live streamed or recorded Mm, I thought of them potentially recording yeah Yeah, so we don't have that much information or any information besides late 2023. And just to be explicitly clear, the name of this show is Stranger Things The First Shadow. Which I think is an excellent name. Yeah. I like it. I do like it. I also kind of like it as far as like syllables are concerned. It's The Lost Sister Mm -hmm. and The First Shadow. It's all the same. It's three four syllables that's true right i don't know i know why that like stuck out no to me. it did to me too i was like oh how weird we're doing the first or the lost sister right when the first shadow is announced yeah i that i'm glad i wasn't alone yeah it, it i don't know maybe that's like the english major thing it's like a um, maybe iambic pentameter. yeah it's almost like slant rhyme in a way like mm. i don't know it just it sounds nice together there you go um there's a lot of familiar names on this project including the duffer brother sean levy kate tree fry and there's also some new names on this project, ones that have not yet really been associated with the Stranger Things projects at all. So we have Stephen Daldry. He's the director. He worked on the Obi-Wan Kenobi limited series on Disney+. Plus, Which is awesome because I loved that limited series. I didn't watch it, good. but maybe I should. Jack Thorne, who actually worked on Enola Holmes, the first one and the second one. So that kind of makes a little bit of sense, yes, right? Because uh, if you don't know, Millie Bobby Brown is the star of Enola Holmes. Yes. And then Sonia Friedman Productions. That's like the actual production company. Um, if you go to the website, Stranger Things, the first shadow has the first banner on the carousel Exciting. like of images that go by. Yeah. So the promotional materials are all centered around the Creel House and Henry slash Vecna. So far, they feature the theme song. Like the reels that we've seen have featured the actual theme song from the show. Mm-hmm. And they are all red, black and like a tan color. Yes. I just wanted to point out because I thought it was really cool. The one image of what appears to be a young Henry Creel standing in front of a window, Mm -hmm. presumably in the attic of the Creel house with the shadow of Vecna on the floor behind him, really reminds me of the promotional poster used for episode one of Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. Very cool. Yeah, with the young Anakin standing in the sun and the shadow of darth vader is cast on the structure behind that's him. so cool and it and it feels like that's got to be more than a coincidence perhaps i would say so yeah the, considering the, like you said here that the director mm. of this production is associated with the star wars universe now exactly and this image in particular included the following text hawkins 1959 and before the world turned upside down what does it what does it mean like respectfully what uh, the fuck does thank you to that person because (laughs) that is just it encompasses the feeling so much it really does and then the other image we saw was literally just like a silhouette of the creel house itself Mm -hmm. 
So this is when you go to the website, there's a, there's a synopsis. It says, before the world turned upside down. Hawkins, 1959. A regular town with regular worries. Young Jim Hopper's car won't start. Bob Newby's sister won't take his radio show seriously. And Joyce Maldonado... (laughs) Wild. ...just wants to graduate and get the hell out of town. When new student Henry Creel arrives, his family finds that a fresh start isn't so easy. And the shadows of the past have a very long reach. Brought to life by a multi-award-winning creative team who take theatrical storytelling and stagecraft to a whole new dimension, this gripping new adventure will take you right back to the beginning of the Stranger Things story and may hold the key to the end. I agree. (laughs) Respectfully. Respectfully. What the fuck? There might be a new detail here that I didn't see. It says Phoenix Theater in London. So we have a theater site potentially. Ooh. Not sure if that was there and I just ignored it. But okay. that's a l- potentially a new little bit of info. Cool. So let's speculate wildly. Let's. With no control. I love it. That's what we're here for. So let's. we're just going to piece this apart. I don't know if that's what we're trying to say here. But yeah, I, I get what you mean. Pull, pull, pick, pick, pick it apart. There we go. Pull it apart. Pull, all, of the, all of that. Like, all like of a that. blooming okay. onion. Perfect. <laughs> now I want Me one. Too. Hawkins 1959. Okay. So that is 24 years prior mm-hmm. to the start of season one, and that would be 20 years before the massacre at Hawkins Lab. I assume I put Henry at like age 12 in 1959. I guess that makes sense. Like, so 20 years later, he'd be around 32 at the time of. I say he looked like to be in his like late 20s, like our yeah, age. I could, I could see that season f- in the flashbacks of the lab in 79. Yeah, I'd say like mid to late 20s or early 30s yeah yeah he's like a grown-ass man young jim hopper's car won't start (laughs) bob newby's sister won't take his radio show seriously and joyce maldonado just wants to graduate and get out of town so they're definitely high school age yeah it sounds like it right like 17 to 18 ish okay yeah and right off the bat, when I read this, I was like, okay, Joyce is giving Nancy, mm. right? Like, just wants to graduate and get out of town. It also, like, and then makes I, me a little sad to read that. I know. Because she's still, well, not anymore, but, mm. you know, by season three, she's literally still in Hawkins. Yeah. How many years, 24 years later, she never got yeah, out of town. Yeah, she never left. It just makes you wonder, what does she meet? Meet Lonnie? Get pregnant, Swept maybe? Swept off her feet by his just wonderful personality. Had Jonathan yeah right but then i was like you know what there's i don't know the nancy thing like was like all right joyce feels like nancy nancy just wants to get out of town and graduate and go to emerson Mm -hmm. but then i also started thinking hop's car not starting is kind of reminding me of jonathan in season four like they make a point to mention that jonathan's car is not starting oh yeah (laughs) that's right because that's why they have to be driven around by argyle the whole season right so i was like okay so that's a little weird so what is the bob parallel and then i sort of started to think of dustin and cerebro Mm. in season three where none of his friends were taking his radio seriously they didn't want to be bothered they were like you're just such a dweeb Susie doesn't exist so i just i i thought of like a like a joyce nancy hopper jonathan dustin bob type of thing here it also kind of reminds me of lucas and erica's relationship Mm. like i feel like erica would be the analog to bob's sister yeah she's that's younger than all of them presumably Mm -hmm. yeah also like constantly getting the the radio calls and erica being like code red yeah code red (laughs) yeah that's what it reminded me of (laughs) 
Okay, I like that interpretation, too. Also, we have a major takeaway here and and a major piece of canonical information. Mm -hmm. Joyce and the buyers are canonically Italian. Whatever Lonnie is, too. Yeah, I'm guessing Irish. I don't know. Buyers feels Irish to me, maybe. But now we know there's there's Italian in there. Maldonado. Maldonado. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I love New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. New student Henry Creel arrives. So we kind of talked about this already, but we don't know exactly how old Henry is in 1959 Mm -hmm. when they arrive in Hawkins as when he's a little kid. But I'd say it's safe to place him around the same age as our kids in season one. So like 11, 12, right? Probably. He gives that vibe. I would would venture to guess that. I feel like 11 to 12 is a good time. Right. Puberty, other problems, you know, psychic issues. Yeah, all that normal stuff that's when i had my like psychic awakening Same. when i was like 12 Same. like when we when we did that ritual in your closet to change our eye color <laughs> with like saint candles yeah. that was when we we had our awakening so it happens to us yeah all. we all attempt witchcraft at some point and wizardry of course so now this would make him younger right henry would be younger than joyce hop and bob who are in high school on the cusp of graduating yes which this really reminds me of our age gap between like our will lucas mike and dustin and our nancy steve and jonathan like feels similar yes it is kind of funny to think about i mean obviously this is not going to happen in the play but it's kind of funny to think about them like taking on roles similar to that and yeah. then like befriending henry <laughs> well that's like a good lead into this next point because it got me thinking right that joyce hopper and bob definitely would have known about what happened at the creel house in their literal town yeah what year did that happen i forget 1959 oh like it oh i did not realize like the the creel murders happened in the same year that this play is going to take place yeah okay, that did not that did not click in my brain yes okay 1959 they moved to hawkins and it was only a month that's of right. peace that's right yeah but hopper joyce and bob would have been teenagers as the murder was taking place so they in the creel they would have been acutely aware of what happened very aware but we didn't get their input on the situation no. because bob is dead and joyce and hopper were in russia very true yeah this this just like led me to a thought you know something like this happening in your town when you're 17 18 years old would be kind of a formative Mm. experience so i wonder if this led hopper to want to go into law enforcement interesting just a thought maybe it got his car started he's like if anybody's gonna murder me i gotta get this car fixed so that i can't be around But yeah, it just like it never occurred to me what kind of input the adults would have had in season four had they been there. Right. That's very true. Like the entire season is orchestrated by the teenagers, basically. Right. And I mean, I think of Karen, like Karen. I don't know if she's from Hawkins forever. Like we don't have that kind of background on Karen. But Nancy had to get her information from Victor. She didn't have any adults to rely on who would have been around to give her this information about the Creel murders that's very true Um, i didn't even think about that like yeah why didn't nancy just like turn to her parents and be like hey do you remember this like no she had to first seek out eddie's uncle who remembered the murders and then they went to penhurst and spoke to victor and and the light they had to find information at the library with the microfiche too yeah Yeah. they couldn't even just like ask yeah it's so weird i didn't even think about that right 
His family finds that a fresh start isn't so easy, and the shadows of the past have a very long reach. Interesting. So in case we obviously haven't figured this out, this is a Henry origin story. Whatever's happening in this play is going to give us some kind of Henry Creel origin story. Yes. Just a couple things. I hope that we get more information on how Virginia, his mom, is connected to Brenner and the lab. Yes. I really hope so because yeah. it, it really feels very implied in season four that there is some sort of deeper connection to Brenner and mm-hmm. the lab, but we don't really get any information on what that is. And Henry just talks and talks and talks about how his mom is not a good person either, but we have no mm-hmm. idea what she did. Literally. And like, as per Henry, right, Virginia called a doctor and she wanted the doctor to lock Henry away and fix him. And then we find out that this doctor is Brenner. Mm-hmm. And he scoops Henry up anyway after he kills his mom and sister. So Henry ends up in the lab, Mm -hmm. but it's implied that Virginia was already somewhat in contact with Brenner to some degree. Like, it seems like, I feel like it's implied that it's a possibility that their move to Hawkins was not a coincidence. I also want us to get more information about Victor and his time in World War II, his own trauma surrounding it etc right because like in dear billy victor said he was home from the war for 14 years at the point that they'd inherited the fortune from virginia's uncle to buy the house key point there they didn't inherit the house bought it they inherited the fortune and bought the house that's right so okay yeah so it may in fact not be a coincidence that they landed in it may not yeah yeah which means he got home in 1945 from world war ii I had to mention here, it makes sense because that's when World War II ended, but that gives us a little bit more context of his time in the war, though, because he had this whole incident where, like, he ordered a shelling of a civilian home. Was he not discharged after that incident? I don't know. We don't have that information. I mean, I guess it's possible that the incident did happen in 1945 Mm -hmm. and he got discharged in 1945 right when the war was going to end, but I just thought that was interesting that it's possible that he just kind of continued on in, in in the army. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's a good point. And then you kind of sort of brought this up already, but were there other things that this family was running from? Like, hence the, the shadows of the past mm. have a very long reach. Like, in Henry's speech in the massacre at Hawkins Lab, he says he saw his parents for what they truly were. He says they presented themselves to the world as good, normal people. But then he says it was all a lie. And he tells Elle that they'd done things, awful things. What things? What are the things, Henry? Henry. Like, hello? Tell us the things. I also feel like it's kind of giving when Kali and the lost sister describes these families that she had mm. and then lost, which we, we will talk about in the lost sister as well in our chapter episode she talks about these families that couldn't quote unquote couldn't help her and she lost them too to me like it's kind of giving that like yeah we're like really were they the problem though like were they really it's true we have to think about the lens yes. through which these two Kali and henry are looking at the world yeah and also we've talked a little bit not a lot yet about the unreliable narrator yeah and it kind of feels like both of them are sort of unreliable narrators because yeah, they're very so, wrapped up in their own thing. Right. 
and feeling victimized yeah. and and i would love to know what henry has deemed an awful thing considering what he has done what does henry think is an awful Very thing true. right like what is his definition of awful thing yeah. also in dear billy victor said they had one month of peace when they moved in which to me sort of implies that henry wasn't displaying these behaviors hmm until after they moved into the house that's true because i feel like he would have mentioned that it was something that they had dealt with before but this is where you get the victor account versus henry account because then henry says in his own speech that all of the teachers and the doctor said he was broken so that to me implies that he was getting that kind of feedback before they moved into the creel house true true right and maybe I don't have a lot to go on with it, but I just have a gut feeling that we are going to find out that Hawkins itself is special and Same. amplifies people's powers and, and things like mm. that. Because it's one thing to consider Henry as a quote unquote sensitive child, like Victor describes him, but which like maybe that's how he would have described him previous to their move to Hawkins. But mm. then once they moved to Hawkins, uh, you know, things changed because they were, I don't know. Uh, Hawkins, like, it's been described in other seasons and stuff as, like, the barrier is, like, thinner in Hawkins yeah. between the two worlds and stuff like that. So I'm very curious to find out if this play tells us anything more about that. Right. The other side, of the other interpretation is just, like, maybe he was always a troubled child. Yeah. Right. Or a sensitive child. Victor is kind of looking at his son through like a rose-colored glasses type thing, right? Like yeah. sensitive versus troubled, whereas Virginia was more kind of proactive, like there's something up here mm. with him. And then, like you said, once they moved into the Creel house, it was the awakening of his psionic abilities right. that, that Victor felt that they'd not yet encountered. So they had a month of peace prior to Henry's psionic abilities activating, but he was always a troubled child. Yeah. Yeah, so I do wonder if, like, that's what Henry's beef was, specifically with his mom, because, like you said, like, it seems like Victor was a lot more sympathetic about yeah. Henry's just behavior, and but Virginia was treating it more like a problem. Exactly. Hmm. And I mean, when you think about it that way, like, again, we, we weren't given Victor's account and Henry's account side by side for no reason. Like, there are distinct differences between the two accounts one of which was when victor is describing it he goes up into the attic and he says you know there was a demon yes there's there's a force up here mm -hmm. and they show the black widow spider first mm. which makes you think that the you know mind flayer calling the shots mm -hmm. but then in henry's iteration of the events he finds a nest of black widow spiders on under the floorboards <laughs> right yeah. so again this just begs the question what came first the mind flayer or the vecna we don't know the age-old question <laughs> the age-old question you know chicken egg mind no. flayer vecna, yeah mind flayer vecna. No. uh yeah that's really interesting so unreliable narrator seems to be a major rose colored theme. glasses yeah. everybody's lenses are different yeah. their their interpretation and perception of events is different yes okay this gripping new adventure will take you right back to the beginning of the stranger things story 
and may hold the key to the end. I wrote, I am throwing up. <laughs> Same. <laughs> what, what does this mean? Would they really give us critical plot information in this format? I really hope not. <laughs> I do too, because let's be honest here. Not everyone is traveling to London to get this information. I mean, even if we all would do it, we there, there's just not enough tickets, probably, for, for everyone who wants to see this to be able to see this. Right. It's just not going to happen. We, it doesn't, the math isn't math. It is not. It is not mathing right? at all. So there, we're getting this supposedly, the key to the end may hold the key to the end, which then also begs the question what does this mean for season five i don't know right will the first shadow and season five play off of each other i have to assume so well yeah i mean this is definitely going to be canonical so i'm i'm guessing that the information held in both season five and the first shadow are going to impact each other right and then if this play holds the key to the ending what is the point of season five? I don't know. Like, my question is, does this imply that it is possible we're getting season five before the stage show? There's no way. There's no, there's no unless way. Unless they're, like, shadow dropping it. Like, there's just no promo at all, and they're just going to be like... I just don't think that there's any way that we're getting season five before 2024. I don't either. It, it, I guess it's possible. Shadow drops have been very trendy lately, but... I really doubt something like Stranger Things is going to do something like that unless they literally like tomorrow drop a random promo and they're like, OK, it's coming in the summer. Like that would there's, there's no, no way that they just started filming. That's true. Like not that long ago. So I don't know. But it, it makes me kind of sad because I really feel like I'm, I'm going to be upset if something major is dropped in a play and I get spoiled online. Let's just say this is a very limited yeah. run, right? And as we've seen with Stranger Sings, I don't know if anybody else has encountered that gem <laughs> happening on Off-Broadway in New York City, which has been extended multiple times. It was going to be a limited run. It's obviously not associated whatsoever with the actual creators of Stranger yeah. Things. It's like a side a side project by a group of like fans, pretty yeah. much. They can extend things. Like, if this play is meant to be a limited run, they can continue to extend it. But, like, are they going to give people ample amounts of time to get there to see this so that, like, anybody who wants... Like, can I plan a trip to London for a year from now? Right. Right? With the intentions of seeing the show? Or is this going to be, like, okay, a month in December right. and then it's over? I don't... Yeah. Like, a I, month in December. Yeah. I really hope not. And and I mean, even if that is the case, I hope that they realize that the demand is going to be massive and they expand the market a little bit. That would be great. That would be that would be ideal. But yeah, I'm just like if we've if, if something pivotal is dropped in this show and we find out online, I'm going to be very sad. I'm not going to like I, that. I know I'm not going to like that. I know we already kind of talked about this a little bit. Will this be where they reveal if it was the Vecna or the Mind Flayer that came first. Mm -hmm. I really hope not Same. that they don't reveal that in this format. I guess what maybe could end up happening is there is an allusion to was Henry more or less, like for lack of a better term, triggered by a presence in Hawkins, mm -hmm. a.k.a. the Mind Flayer, or did he genuinely craft 
this creature right. into what he wants. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And I have to wonder, too, if, like, is this a major question across the board or is this just an us major question oh no it's a hundred percent a major question just making sure because i was like thinking like okay maybe other people don't care as much about the answer to that so maybe they will drop it and play but i really hope not i think that it's a major question like i'm in a couple of stranger things groups on facebook and i see it come up quite a bit but usually people are very 100 percent in one direction or the other they're like no henry made the mind flare we watched him make the mind flare and then other people are like no that doesn't work like it's it's like kind of polarizing Mm -hmm. but i hope that they wouldn't i see what your point is though like if if not everybody's placing as much weight on that piece of information maybe they would put it in this play and then my my last question which is probably a lie because i'll probably think of more questions (laughs) but my last question for right now is how much time will this play span yeah so if it starts in 1959 will it feature flashbacks to henry's younger childhood year so like when he's a toddler when he's more of a kid seven eight nine or his parents younger year so will we get that background on virginia and victor yeah. which lol i just thought that was virginia and victor oh, yeah. will we see the 20 years that henry spent in brenner's care mm, maybe will we see two arrive will we see three four five yeah. six seven eight like will we see these numbered children appear and arrive in the lab if we're watching henry's years under brenner's care and then will this in and of itself like if we got that context will we get an explanation of how the rest of the kids came to be between being kidnapped Mm. or being bred yeah my first guess was that this was just going to be the month between henry arriving in hawkins Mm. and him killing his parents but now that you say that i do kind of wonder if this stage show was conceived because they know season five is the last one but they still have so much more background that they feel like they can't really fit into season five it's almost like a problem that they created for right like (laughs) as if netflix would say no to a sixth season this seems like something they could have just not done it does (laughs) to themselves it does kind of feel that way it feels a little unnecessary but yeah. I don't know. I I still don't really know how I feel about this choice. It's I know. it's definitely unique. I'm interested to see how it goes. But like, imagine for a second that like The Office, like a, like a sitcom, right? Mm. Like The Office is right before their final season. It's it's you know the the time between season eight and season nine, and the writers are just like you know we just have too much to wrap up on The Office. So we mm-hmm. have decided to write a play. Yeah. Literally what? Like. Then you didn't write well. Right. Like it's. You didn't fit. It's weird. It didn't fit. It doesn't fit. Yeah. Or like you need to. I don't know. You need to make more episodes or you, like. And especially with a platform like Netflix. Right. Stranger Things is probably one of the very few shows and movies on Netflix right now keeping it alive. Sure. Because there's been so much controversy with Netflix lately. They're stopping password sharing and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Stranger Things could literally ask Netflix for anything and they would give it to them. It's true. Yeah. So I don't really understand why we need to go to a different format. But yeah, I don't really get it. But I, I mean, I'm excited. I think it'll be interesting. I'm excited too. Yeah, I, and I just, I just hope we get the chance to see it. I know. I hope so too. So we're just kind of now waiting at 
at the mercy of time, see what other details come out about it. If there's anything else major that gets dropped, we'll probably do more of these little snippy episodes just to, like, speculate and talk. Mm -hmm. And we also now have this lens to look through for the rest of our chapter episodes, like if we have questions that come up as we're doing season three and especially season four, when we get there, we'll, we'll have now this extra piece of information to consider. Very true. So I think that's it. Yeah. That's all I got to, to say about this right now, but okay. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for listening to our bonus episode. Yeah. Our next episode coming out is the lost sister, which is mm-hmm. going to be a real treat. I'm excited. Yeah. It'll I'm be excited fun for you all to hear it. So. Okay. Till next time. All right. Everybody. Stay strange. Stay, stay strange. To keep in touch and stay informed about upcoming Starcourt Study Hall episodes, follow us on Instagram at Starcourt Study Hall.